Okay, good morning. We're uh, on Hey on the Dalaf. Um, in the just finished yesterday speaking about Kriyashma Shalamito, the uh, the protection that Kriyashma Shalamito falls somebody uh, from the Mazikin. As we said yesterday, we ended off, we said that it can be Khalashal Shtepiyas Biodom, it can be a two two sided sword to kill the Mazikin, which as we explained yesterday seems to be the Torah and Amuno, the combination of the two. Or even if it's just read the Pesukim of Torah, the Torah in itself, as the Gemara Bovavatra says, that Torah itself provides a protection, and therefore the Mazikin will keep well away from them. We, that last Rosha was from Apostle Kuvenei Uf, that the Uf, Uf is Torah, Yagbihu keeps away, elevates, moves them away, the Bnei Reshef, which we explained yesterday, the Bnei Reshef is the Mazikin, the harmful spirit. Now we're going to see today a slightly different uh, take on that problem. The Gemara begins, Omar Abishimim ben Lokish. It's uh, two, four, five lines down in the wide, the very wide line. Omar Abishimim ben Lokish, towards the end of the line. Tezresh Lokish. Kola Isek Vatera. Anyone who busies himself with Torah, Yisurin Vedenin Hayimenu. Yisurin, not Mazikin, Yisurin means suffering, will keep well away from him. Shanem, as it says, Uvenei Reshef Yadvihu Uf, that the Uf keeps away, pushes off the Bnei Reshef. The Eif Uf Elo Torah, as we said yesterday, that Uf is always the connotation of Torah. Shanem, as it says, Hasol If Einecho Boi, if you close your eyes from it, you... Switch off from Torah of Einenu, will you be surprised if it's not there any longer? So you see the, the idea of Hasso'if, the word Uf, is connected to Torah. Vein Reshef, Elo Yisurin. And the word Reshef, as opposed to the way we, we uh, darshan it yesterday, an expression of Mazikin, today we're darshaning as an expression of Ein Reshef, Elo Yisurin. It's an expression of suffering. Shanem, as it says, Nezeira of Uruchum Reshef. The Potik in Azinu. Mezeira of the bloating of famine, Uluchumi Reshef and the flaming Reshef. So the fact that Reshef is put next to famine, put next to the idea of suffering, today we're explaining it as where the juxtaposition tells me that the word Reshef also connotes Yisurin, connotes suffering. As we explained yesterday, because the prophet finishes it, it says Mezeira of Uluchumi Reshef, the Ketev Meridi. The word Meridi is, refers to, to Mazikin. And Nazira of is an expression of suffering, so therefore it can be explained either way. So today we're darshaning it as an expression of suffering. That's the drasha of Reish Lakish. So Omar Rabbi Yechonon, so Rabbi Yechonon said to Reish Lakish, Ha, Afidi Tinokish Shabbat Rabban Yodin This drasha, you don't need to go to Pesukim and Eo for that. Even children in Cheder, they know this idea. It's a potik in the Torah. There's somebody who doesn't, uh, who doesn't busy himself with Torah or somebody who does busy himself with Torah, sorry, somebody who does busy himself with Torah, that Yisurim will keep away from him, that's the Pasuk in the Torah. Shanem, as it says, Vayomer, and he says the Pasuk in the Shalach, Im Shomeya Tishma, if you shall surely listen to the Hashem Adekecho, to the voice of Hashem, your God, Vayoshor Ve'inotza, saying you shall do that which is upright in his eyes, Vayazantol in Mitzvotov, and you shall listen to his Mitzvot, Vishomarto Kol Kukov, and you shall keep, you shall adhere to all his statutes, all the maladies, all the suffering that I placed on the Egyptians and Egypt, 
Lo I will not place it upon you, Ki Hashem because I am Hashem your healer. So that's a pocket in the Torah. That if you keep the Torah, you learn Torah, then a person will have protection from suffering. That's the pocket in the Torah. You don't have to wait to stick him in ear for that. Elo, rather says Rabbi Yechonah, I'll tell you, this is what you should have taught. Anyone who's got the possibility of learning Torah, the Enoetik and doesn't visit, busy himself with Torah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu maybe alav Yisurin Mechayarim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will bring upon him Yisurin Mechayarim. Not just Stam Yisurin, not just Stam suffering. It'll be Yisurin Mechayarim. The word Mechayarim means ugly, horrible, worse than just Stam Yisurin. Shenem, as it said, Ve'ochrin and that will, again, more than just break him down, I don't know what the best translation is, Ve'ochrin it will really put him out. Shenem, as it says, Ne'elamti, an expression of Ilem, I became silent. Zubio, still, in other words, of silence. Hecheshesi mitoyev, I was silenced from Toyev, which we'll see in a minute, that means Toyev. Hecheshesi mitoyev, I kept silent from Toyev. Ucha'evi, and my pain, Nefa. Is an expression, as we're dashing, is an expression of Nefa, is like a dirty and ugly. My suffering was wor- worse than just some suffering, it was, it was ugly, it was extremely painful. Saying Toyev, Elo Toyev, we know that Toyev is always symbolizes Toyev. Shanem, as it says, Kilekach Toyev Nosati Lochem, if I have given you a good portion, that's the Toyev, Toyevati, my Toyev, Alta Azov, which we should not forsake. So we see the word Toiv goes together with Torah. So it says Rabbi Yechanan, the if, Ne'elamti Tumiyah Hecheshesi Mitoiv, a person is silent from Toiv, he's silent from Torah, he could have learned Torah, and he didn't learn Torah, then Uch'evi Ne'ekar, the suffering will be, Rahman al will be terrible. So we've got two memories here, we've got Rish Lakish who says, that somebody who doesn't, somebody who does learn, somebody who does learn, will have protection from Yisurit, and we've got Rabbi Yechadon who says, somebody who could have learned, and he doesn't learn, he'll suffer not just some Yisurim, he'll suffer Yisurim Mukhoarim. What's going on here? What's the difference between the two? I think the, the helper to this is a Tosus in, a Tosus in Shabbos, Nunheya Madalaf, if you want to look it up. Tosus in Shabbos says, that somebody who sins the Shagit, unintentionally, he will be stricken with Yisurim, with suffering. And somebody who sins amazing, he sins intentionally, he will be stricken with Yisurin Merchuorin. We're not some Yisurin, really ugly, horrible Yisurin. And I think that is the difference between Rish Lokish and Rabbi Yechman. <coughs> Rish Lokish said, if a person learns Torah, he'll have protection from Yisurin. Yisurin will keep the day and it will keep away from him. Implying that if a person doesn't learn Torah, He'll be stricken with the Yisurim. Oh, but it's not my fault. I was shaking. Doesn't matter. If you don't learn Torah, you don't have the protection. As Chazal says, Sorry, not that one. That everything is B'day Shomayim except for cold. In other words, if a person walks out in the, in the streets in the frigid, freezing cold winter, and he walks out there with, with uh, shirt sleeves, shorts. He says, Oh, Hakobi De Shomayim, Hashem will protect me. And he gets a cold, and he's bedridden as a result of it, and he can't learn. So he says, Gamora, you're a fool. It's your own fault. Hakobi De Shomayim, Chutzmintin, and Wapakim. You have to, you've got a mitzvah to look after yourself. You can't walk out in a freezing cold and then say, Well, you know, I expect it to be protected. 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu created as a certain natural form of Yisurim. And the only protection from that, I'm, I'm just, the, the Gemara's are, obviously they're talking about slightly different things, but there is in the Priya Hashem created a certain natural form of Yisurim. You want protection from that? Learn Torah. You don't learn Torah? Okay, you were shaking. You don't have the protection. So it's uh, not your fault, not a punishment, you can call it what you want, but there'll be Yisurim. That's Rish Lakish. Comes on Rabbi Yochanan, he takes it a, a stage further. He says, if you could have learned, and you didn't learn, so you're not a shagik, you could have learned. So I know he's talking about, based on his status, it has to be talking about the Yisurim and made it. But maybe you could have learned, you had spare time on your hands, and you didn't, you decided to do something else, you could use. But maybe he's talking about, and then he's stricken, as Tosa says in Shabbat, it's Yisurim Mukhu not just some Yisurim. Now says Hashem, this is not just what I created in the Bria. Now it's, it's much harsher Yisurim will, will, uh, will come on this person because he's made this. He's intentionally disregarded the Torah and therefore he'll suffer Yisurim Mechorim. That's the difference between Rabbi Yechanan and Rish Lokich. Says the Gemara, Omar Rabbi Zeyla. Now we're going to begin a whole sugya about Yisurim. Omar Rabbi Zeyla. The Yitzhima Rabbi Hanin. In fact, before that, one, one last uh, memory here. Says Rabbi Zeyla and some say it's Rabbi Hanin about Papa. Come and see. That the way Hashem, the, the, uh, the mythos of Hashem, is not like those of Bosch of Adam with flesh and blood. When it comes to flesh and blood, if a person sells an object to his friend, the seller is upset, but and the buyer is happy. Because as Rashi explains, the only reason he sold it was because he was tight on the money. He was desperate for the money. So therefore he had to sell it, but he didn't really want to sell it. So the seller gets a good bargain, because the, sorry, the, the buyer gets a good bargain, because the buyer, the seller, sorry, the seller was desperate. He gets, the, the buyer is very happy, the seller is depressed. When it comes to HaKadosh Baruch it's not like that. He gave the Torah to Yisrael, and Hashem rejoices, rejoices. Shenem, as it says, Using this pasuk again, but I gave you a good portion. Don't Hashem even advises us, as the Rabbi Chaim writes in his Sefer in his Hakdama. There, he says, even if you forsake the Torah, Hashem doesn't come and take it back. He sends you. Uh, he says, in times, times of uh, when we don't have an avir, it will come through you. Soon, he tries to get us to get us to learn the Torah. Now many. I mean, they struggle with Gomorrah. What's, what's Peshat in the Gomorrah? Did Hashem have to give us the Torah? The Mokhah is upset because he had to sell it. He was pushed for money. Did Hashem come the offer? He had to give us the Torah. There's a beautiful Vilna Gon. The Vilna Gon says that uh, based on the Gomorrah and Kedushin, the Gomorrah and Kedushin says uh, a piece of, uh, of uh, business advice. The first piece of land that you acquire, don't sell it. That piece of land is always, if you want, that's the good omen. If you sell it, it's a bad omen. So what was Kaviyochel the first thing Hashem acquired? The first acquisition Kaviyochel of Hashem is Torah. Chazal say existed 2,000 years before the world was created. Whatever that means. So therefore, if it was Kaviyochel, it would have been a bad omen for Hashem to sell the Torah. Says the Vilna God. And yet, says Hashem, I'm prepared to give it to Kalali's That's the way the Vilna God explains it. Perhaps we could say a little more than that. It's just the portion of the Gemara. Why is the Mecher, why is the seller upset? Because as we said, he got a bad deal. He was pushed for money, he had to sell it, but it could have been a family heirloom. It was something which had sentimental value to him. 
not to somebody else, he has to sell it off cheap. But he's pushed for the money, he has to do it. So to our Kodesh Baruch Hu, this Torah he gives us, he sells us. Right, the Gemara says in Abed when you when you learn Torah, Yaga Yemam Alayda, it becomes your Torah. Kaviyochal, Hashem sells it off cheap. Torah is invaluable. There's no, it's valuable, there's no possible value you could put on Torah. And Hashem says, you give me your little bit of Yukiyah. Your little bit of toiling in the Torah says, Hashem, I'll give it to you. That's the comparison. It's not so much a question of whether Hashem had to give it, he didn't have to. The point is, Hashem sells it off cheap. He gives us the better end of the deal. And Hashem rejoices in that deal. He's so happy to see us learning a Torah, he's more than happy to sell it to us. Says the Gemara, Oma Robo some say it's Rav Chista. Imreya Odom Shi Yisurin Boinodov. If a person sees that Yisurin are coming upon him, he's suffering. First Eitzah is Yifash Pesh Mamalta. The first thing you should do is check your actions. Check whether you've done any Alvarez. Shinem, as it says, Nachtasod Zerachinu Benachkira. Let us search out our ways, Benachkira, and let us delve into them. Benachshuvo Adashem. And then, this is slightly different case, sorry to say, but when Hashem, and then we should return to Hashem. The first and foremost thing a person has to do is, check your way. Have you done any Avedis? If you have, fix them up. Pishpeish, <coughs> if a person checks out his ways, below Motsa, he says, I can't find any Avedis which could be responsible for these Yisurim, then Yitzleh Bivitzel Torah. You should assume, literally suspend it, assume the reason for these Yisurim is because of Bivitzel Torah. Shenema, as it says, Ashrei Agever, Hashem Tiyasurenu Happy is the man that Hashem gives him Yisurim, chastises him, and from your Torah you teach him. In other words, Sephosikin in Tehillim, that happy is the man that Yisurim come on him, and as a result of it, he's pushed to learn Torah. So you see that Yisurim, the next stage, could be because he's not learning Torah as he should do. And that's why Hashem is pushing him with the Yisurim to try and get him to learn Torah. Now the obvious question is, surely that should have been one of the Maitim, one of the Avedis. Why did the, the Gemara split into two? Check your Maitim. You, the the Poshpashites, you'd assume that means Maitim literally the practical application as opposed to the learning. No, it could be. Well, I'll tell you in a second another explanation. Why is, why is the Maitim and Torah split into two? But says the Gemara, finally, Vimtala, a person's checked his mitzim, no, nope, no Avedis. He's checked it, Vimtala, he suspends it on Torah, no, nope, below Moxa, he's learning every spare moment. Then Beodua, then you can rest assured, you know full well, Sheyisurin Shalabohim, that these are Yisurin of love. It's because Hashem loves you. Shenem, as it says, Ki Yehav, Hashem For the one Hashem loves, Yechiyas, he rebukes. And says Rashi, what does this mean? What's Yisurin Shalabohim? Rashi on Hayom, well, obviously Hayom is other, but on the left hand side, about halfway down, Yisurin Shalavo. Hakodesh Borchu Miyatur Abayram Azeh, Hashem inflicts him in this world with Yisurin, with no sin whatsoever. Kedei Laharbeis Sechor Abayram Abo, in order to increase his reward in Olam Abo, Yisem Mishtei Zuchiyotov, more than his merit. In other words, because the scales are tipped in his favour. He's got no Avedis. But because he's got extra suffering in, it, in this world, he gets extra reward in the next world. Remember that, Rashi. So, let's just go back one stage. As I said, I'm not going to go through 
extensive maral. So I'll just give you the hazdoma to this sugya, which the maral is basically this is the way the maral explains all that Yisurim and Avonis and Torah how it all connects together. Anyone who wants to look for more information, the whole sugya, the next omad or so, the maral's got a piece, beautiful piece in the Sivas Olam under Nesiv Yisurim, two parakim there. So I think it's just maybe the whole thing is two or three parakim, but the first two parakim are on this this whole gemara here. And the basic idea is he says like this. He says, man is created, body and soul. Guf and neshama. The neshama is betachnis hashleim. It's absolutely complete, perfect. But the body is imperfect. That's the way we're created. Hence, although he doesn't say this, but they famously say, that's why it doesn't say with the creation of man, it doesn't say vayar elikim, that's for odon kitoy. It doesn't say that man was good. I mean, it does say vayar elikim, the oid is saying that it is odon. But the, the, they, they asked, they asked, why didn't they say that Hashem thought that, it was, that the man was good? And the famous answer they give is because man's not good when he's created. He still has to have a brit. And he's got to learn. The kids that were created incomplete. <coughs> so how do we complete ourselves? The answer is by learning Torah. Says the Maral, Torah is the, is the pinnacle of Shlemus. By learning Torah, it completes us. Perhaps we could, we could explain that with, uh, with the aid of there's an Ibn Ezra. I think it's in Pashat Mishpatim, if I'm not mistaken. But he says that, um, maybe it's not there, but he says that, um, the way I understand it, I'll give you a marshal. If, if an ant gets a little abrasion, but on the ant it's a very tiny creature, a tiny little cut, it's an ant, I don't know what, but it'll die, of course. And if the same size, tiny little cut, you get on your hands, well, what would it do to a person? Nothing. What's the difference? The answer is the ratio of the how, how big in, in relative to the, to the rest of the body. Says that Ibn Ezra, so too it is with illness. Illness is something which, which, it, which strikes uh, the body. It inflicts the body. The soul is perfect, complete. <coughs> so if you make the, the neshama bigger, the bigger you make the neshama in the sort of the makeup of man, the more insignificant the body becomes. So says Ibn Ezra, if you learn Torah, the more Torah you learn, the more you're expanding your neshama, that will make it more significant, and the less significant is the body. So therefore, you still in the suffering becomes nothing. It's irrelevant. It becomes a, a point not one percent of the human body is, is, of the human being is body, and therefore it's nothing. That's, that's the way the Ibn Ezra looks at it. So the same idea by learning Torah, you expect you expand the neshama, you give it all its nourishment, and the kid says as a result of that the suffering is, uh, sorry, the, the person becomes more and more complete. But, a person can go the other way. As we said, a person is created incomplete. By doing our virus, you're making the body bigger. You're giving the body its nourishment, its tithers. You're giving it what it wants. And as a result of that, the person becomes less complete. That's Torah, that's our virus. Last ingredient we needed, what are Yisurin? Says the Maharal, the Yisurin are there to, they break up the body. Rahman al Islam, it makes a person tired out, it makes him weak, pain, it breaks down the body. If we don't learn Torah as we should to complete the person, then Hashem can send Yasurin to break down the body. And through that, ultimately he's going to become more complete. That's the three levels. Says the Marashal, says the Maharal, that's what the Gemara is telling out of it. So this Hakdoma, I'm not going to go through the whole thing with the Maharal, just this one Hakdoma with this, a lot of other things. If you follow it through the sugi, a lot of things become unclear. Um, he said, if a person sees he's suffering Yisurin, the first thing he should assume is, well, why are Yisurin coming? Because I'm not complete. Well, the first thing we assume is, let's assume the worst first. Maybe, 
he's done Averis. And having done Averis, Averis tipped the scales in the favour of the body, making him less complete, so he still has to come and break down the body. So that's the first thing, is your fast speech from Alpha. Check out whether you've done Averis. No, he checks them. He hasn't done any Averis. He hasn't done anything positively wrong, or negative. He hasn't tipped the scales. So, it's like, oh, so what, what's the next possibility? You're right, maybe he hasn't done any Averis. But maybe he hasn't tipped the scales towards becoming complete. As you said, a person's created incomplete. So he hasn't done an Averis, but he's still incomplete, that's what he's created. Maybe he hasn't done Torah. Torah is what com- gives the person a sense of completion. Maybe that's the problem. No, he checks that out. No, he's learning. He's learning, learning, learning. So why else could it be that Hashem is inflicting him with the Yisurim? So the Maharal, so the Gemara, there's only one last possibility. It has to be Yisurim Shadabah. Peshat is, yes, the Nishon is becoming more, it's becoming bigger, bigger, bigger. But at the end of the day, man is created with a body. And as long as you've got a body, you can't get that 100% of acres, that 100% connection with Hashem. The body is an impediment, it gets in the way, that's the way we create it. So therefore, because Hashem loves the person, as we're going to see in a second, says the Maharal, stop shop, people say, oh, it's because I love you, that's why I'm, you know, I want to give you a patch, I want to inflict it. It's because Hashem wants to get close to you, says the Maharal, that's why he says, I can't get close to you, your body's in the way. So he sends the Yisurim to break down the body. That's the way the Maharal explains it tomorrow. Three stages. First stage is, maybe he's, the person's tipped the scales towards the body by doing Arbeiris. Next stage is maybe he hasn't tipped it in that direction, but maybe he hasn't tipped it positively towards the Neshama by learning Torah. And says the Gemara, finally, if you've done that as well, but at the end of the day there's a body there, Hashem wants to get close to you, so he gives you a little bit of chesed here by helping you get rid of that body. And that's the final, that's the Yisrael Shalab, that's the ultimate level. Says the Gemara. And so that's the introduction. The rest of the Gemara, if you think about what the Maral says, a lot of the other Gemaras, the various members you're going to see here, become, become a clip. Says the Gemara. The, um, Omar Rabba. Maybe said it to you. Sinish and Abba Shemena said to you, Asher Yehav Hashem Echiyah, for the one Hashem loves, he rebukes. Omar Rabba. Says Rabba, Omar Rab Sechera, in the name of Rab Sechera, Omar Rabbun. Kol Shah Kodesh Baruch Hu Chofit, for anyone of our Kodesh Baruch Hu desires him, Medaka Obi Yisurim. Hashem, which translated as inflict him with, with uh, suffering. Shemena says, Hashem Chofit, the one who Hashem desires, he, um, it's possible in Yeshaya this time, that, um, no it's not, where is this possible? It's Yeshaya, yes. That Hashem, again, Hashem will, Daka is again, pounding him, and Hecheli makes him ill. And as again, as I said, the Maharal says, it doesn't mean that people say, because I love you, Hashem wants to get close to you. Because Hashem wants to get close to you, that's why he breaks down the division. Yochel, one may have thought, even if a person doesn't accept them out of love, the person says, I don't want these Yisurim, Hashem will continue to give him the Yisurim. Talmud Lomas, therefore the Potsuk continues, in Tosim Oshon Nafsha, which the Gemara explains, literally if you, if he takes to his heart, the Oshon the guilt. Ma Oshon Nadav, what's it got to do with the Oshon? Ma Oshon Nadav, just as a person, if he wants to bring a Koran Oshon, a guilt offering. It has to be that he's cognizant, he's done something wrong. After Yisurim Nodat, and he wants to get, bring the carbon, obviously. After Yisurim Nodat, so with suffering, these Yisurim Shalabo, is only if a person Nodat, he's cognizant of them, and he wants them. 
the Imkiblon, the Bachas and Me'ava, if a person does accept them, he says, Yes, Hashem, I know you love me. Master Chorah, what is his reward? So the answer is, Yir Ezera. He will see children, Yarech Yomim, he will gain longevity, which, again, the Maharal learns, this is from Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu was the father of 12, 12 tribes, Ul Sadiqim, that's the Yir Ezera. We know Yaakov suffered a lot, 130 years of suffering. And he had the twelve tribes, and we say Yaakov Avinu lo That's the Yira Zera Yarech Yom. The later, not only that, Erashat Shetamudim is kind of A person will gain that the Talmud is learning will be sustained to be able to keep it. That's also Yaakov. Yaakov is the symbol of Torah. Shenemen says the Chayfet Hashem beyond Yitzchak, and the the Chayfet, um, the the object of Hashem, the desire of Hashem, in this case. The, the thing Hashem loves most, the other Yitzchak, Hashem, sorry, in his hand, Yitzchak will be successful. Will be successful with it. Peligi bar Rabbi Yaakov bar Idi for Rabbi Akko bar Hanino. There was a machlekes between Rabbi Yaakov bar Idi and Rabbi Akko bar Hanino. What is Yisurin Shalav? Chad Omar once says, Eiluhim Yisurin Shalav. This is Yisurin Shalav. Kol she'ein bo'en bittel Torah. Anything where there's no bittel Torah. It can't be bittel Torah, because as we said, the whole idea of Torah is to bring you closer. If Hashem is giving you Surah at which a person can't learn, well then that's the opposite of Yisurin Shalabi. Yisurin Shalabi, Hashem wants to bring you closer. That's where the Maharal is but even with that, just the symbol of Yisurin Shalabi is that you can still learn. If Hashem is going to something in such a way that he can't learn, that can't be Yisurin Shalabi. How do I know? Shenema says in the Prophet, Ashrei Agebe, happy is the man, Ashrei Tziyasur Enukot, that Hashem inflicts him with Yisurin, and still, literally from your Torah, you will teach him, in other words, he can still learn Torah. If he can't learn Torah, that's not a happy man. That's not Yisurin Shalav. Yisurin Shalav is to be shut that despite the Yisurin, I can still continue to learn. The Chazam and the other one says, Eidoim Yisurin Shalav, this is the symbol of Yisurin Shalav. Kol she'eim v'ayim v'etel tefillah. But I can still doubt it. Shanam, as it says, Boruch Elekim, blessed is Hashem, Hashem hated Tefilosi, that he hasn't removed my Tefilos, the Chaser, and his kindness may be from me. In other words, as long as I can daven, that's the most important thing. Tefilos is an expression of connection. Loshon Tefilos Elekim Nisalti is an expression of connection. And if Hashem's inflicting me in such a way that I can't daven, that means I'm not connected to Hashem. That's not Yisrael Shalabah. Yisrael Shalabah is shut that I'm coming closer to Hashem. It's breaking down in. I'm coming closer to connecting to Hashem. So if, if I can't daven, I can't connect to Hashem, that can't be Yisrael Shalabah, says Amara. So the kids are, whether it's Torah, whether it's Tefillah. One says it's Torah, one says it's Tefillah. It's two different ideas of connecting to Hashem. But it's through Torah, through Tefillah, each one says, if you can't learn, you can't daven, that can't be Yisrael Shalabah. The whole purpose of Yisrael Shalabah is to bring me closer to Hashem, and if I can't learn, I can't daven, that's pushing me away from Hashem. In this second passage, the Baruch Hu there's no mention of Yisrael. Correct. But the, 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 the very fact that he says that, you know, as long as I can daven, that's the most important thing, it shows that, that without that, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's not Baruch Hu but in other words, it's, it's, for me, it's, it's the worst thing in the world. Correct. You don't, you don't have the mention of... I don't know whether, they, whether the continuation, whether, where, where is that in the Tehidim? Maybe, maybe in the, in the Parsha there, I don't know, you have to look it up. But uh, in the Parsha, it's simply because he's saying, as long as I can dab, that's the most important thing. 
Um, unless we're asking from the word Bechasa, because the Yisrael Shalav is a Chesed of Hashem. Maybe it's the connection there, I don't know. That's Bechasa. Could be. But on, on the other hand, he's be saying it. So maybe the Elikim is because it's the Yisrael. On the other hand, it's a Chesed. It is a Chesed because it's the Yisrael Shalav. Maybe, maybe the combination of the two. It's Elikim on the one hand, because it's the Yisrael. It's Chasa on the other hand, that's the because it's a chesed in Maybe that's the that's Omar Rabbi Rabbi Barabo said to them, that both of these are Yisrael and Shalabah. Even if a person can't learn, even if a person can't daven, doesn't mean it's not Yisrael and Shalabah. Shenema, as it says, this is the most important topic. Ki es Hashem ye'ehav Hashem yechiyah. For the one Hashem loves, Hashem rebukes. Whether that you can't learn, you can't daven, the most important Hashem loves you. That's why there's Yisrael. That Hashem loves you. And it reminds me of a mice, I think it was with the Chidor. There was a person who, the Chidor was saying to a group of people, he said, I can tell all of you what, uh, you know, what you've done for in Rosh Hashanah, and I can tell you what, what the answer was. So a certain person said, I think it was the Chidor, he said, uh, he said, no, what about me? So the Chidor said, you've done the Rosh Hashanah, you work, you know, from Sunday to Friday, you have a busy week, you know, merchant, whatever it is, you've done the Hashem, Please, Hashem, give me my Tarnosa in the first, let's say, three days of the week, from Sunday to Tuesday, so I can still learn the rest of the week. That's what you dubbed them for. Tucker, you're right. What was the answer? The answer was no. He said, What? The answer is no? Why? But I want to learn. So, if you don't, Hashem doesn't want your learning. He wants your work. So, I knew, I don't know what he meant by that exactly, but what it seems is, we sometimes assume, you know, if Hashem loves me, why wouldn't he want me to learn? The answer is Hashem's got a if we don't always know what his cheshbonus are. So I can't learn, I can't dub, and how can it be Yisrael and Shalab? Well, we don't know why. But it can still, doesn't mean Hashem doesn't love you. Why doesn't Hashem want my, my learning? It could be for you, Hashem wants you to work, and in your spare time to learn. We don't know why. Some people want to still learn, some people want to, we find that in Gemara and Tanis as well, it's actually there, it's Rabbi Yechonon, and, does anyone remember who the other person was? Um, it was, his name was uh, saying, uh, with a ship, is Ilfo, Ilfo. That, um, expression of learning in itself, Aluf. That, uh, Tucker, his greatness, he said, if I wouldn't have worked, if I wouldn't have gone on the ship, I wouldn't have become what I, he says, ask me any questions, and if not, if I can't answer, then I'll jump into the sea. And the basic idea is that he's saying, my greatness came through my, my, uh, my business. Presumably because he was learning, he was in cold kudos the whole time, he was somebody else, like that, don't, we don't always know the Cheshbonus of Hashem. So today, don't assume, but I can't learn, I can't. Hashem's got his Cheshbonus, he still loves So he says, what are you going to do with the Pasuk then? What about the Pasuk which says, you can't learn? It says, you've got to be able to learn. What do you do with that Pasuk? If you can't learn, how can it be happier than that? The answer is, now, I'll decrease the Denu. Don't read that, I should read that more accurately. Articre Salam Zenu, Elo Salam What's the difference between the two? Read it again. Salam Zenu or Salam Zenu. 
don't, don't worry about where I put the app. That could just be an inaccuracy there. Obviously, there's one the Sego, Talamdenu, and one of them is Talamdenu. But there's another difference as well. But the Nun takes the Doggish. If it takes the Doggish, it's more accurately read Talamdenu, like Shab Bos. We've had this discussion before, but it's, uh, that is the more accurate way of reading it. It has to be elongated because the Sego is a short, short that. But Al Kofani, what's the difference? Now, the Mephoshim has started by this, because what's the difference? What do you want? What's the difference between the two? The Marshal changes the case. He says it should say Lim, lim Marshal. It says that the Chochmas on earth, he enlightens us. He says the difference is, Salam Zenu means you will teach him. Salam Zenu says you will teach us. That's the difference between the two. Salam Zenu. Because the Segal is a short vowel, no, that's him. He says, because it's a short vowel, it has to, the next thing has to be elongated. The only way to elongate it is by putting a doggish in the nun. That, that, that is the rule. Whereas Talamdenu, the Seire is a long vowel, therefore the nun doesn't need a doggish. Like, for another time we can, we can explain it in greater detail. But that, that, so he says, the kid, to, to get the, whether with the doggish, without the doggish, the difference is, he says, Talamdenu is you will teach him, Talamdenu means you will teach us. Yeah, but if you read Talam Denu, then you're, yeah, as you said, happy is the man, and you still teach him your Torah. He's, he's suffering and you still... But Talam Denu means you teach us. Says Rashi, in other words, says Rashi, he says, Kaloyma. In other words, whenever Rashi says Kaloyma means, well, you teach us, what does that mean? Well, what are you gaining by reading Talam Denu? He says, the idea of you teach us means we can learn it. What does that mean? Because if you say he can learn it, that, that doesn't fit him. In other words, there's a limit here. Says the Gemara, what does that mean? This idea that I'm trying to convey to you, that, has, that you, there's a concept of Yisun Shalabo, you teach it to us from your Torah. But, says Rashi Kalim, what I mean to say is, we can learn it from the Torah. This idea you can learn out from the Torah, that Yisun, there's a concept of Yisun Shalabo. Where's that from? It's a Kalvachem and a Shein Va'ayan. It's a Kalvachem from, there's a, um, somebody's got an Ever. Somebody's got an Eretz <coughs> and he knocks out his, his tooth, or his, uh, I mean, any of the, the limbs, 24 limbs, but he knocks it off, the tooth of the eye, the Eretz goes free. So we make a Kabbalah this is what we're learning from the Torah. Ma'ashem Ba'ayim, something to do with whether you can learn, whether you can't learn. We're dashing it, you can learn this, you will teach it us, we can learn this concept from the Torah. Ma'ashem Ba'ayim, the shen or the eye, the tooth or the eye, shehin echot me'ibar of shalotam. It's just one limb of many limbs in the person. And yet, if that gets knocked out, he suffers just one in one limb. The servant goes out free. Yesurim, when it comes to suffering, shememakim kogu v'shalotam. Literally, it empties out the whole body. A person suffering so much, he's bedridden, his whole body is aching. Allah has come on the all the more so, that he will go out free from the Yitzhahara, from the Sotan, from the, the jurisdiction of all those bad mother, those destructive angels he has created, <coughs> sorry, as a result of his sin. So now, the concept, though, you see, is that... that okay, so that, for, the, for, that, for there, there, there may be other reasons for it. We're just trying to show that idea, that's, that's all it's learning over. But I, I thought you were going to pick up on something else I just said. I'll, so hold on. So we'll, we'll wait one, more, one or two more lines, and then you'll definitely see. There's, there's a 
Clear question. Behind the Rabbi Shimon ben Lokish. It's the same as the Rabbi Shimon ben Lokish. Same idea he says. The Omar Rabbi Shimon ben Lokish. Nema bris b'yitzvamera. It says the word bris, covenant, but it says the word bris in connection with, with salt. Venema bris b'yitzvamera. It says the word bris with regards in connection with suffering. Nema bris b'yitzvamera. It says the word bris with salt. Jechsev as it writes, for those sashvits merak bris, and you were not caused to cease the covenant with the salt. The salt. In other words, that, uh, there will always be salt on the carbonate. So you see, melah and brit, venema bris b'yitzurim. And it also says the word brit with suffering. Shen dechsev, as it writes, after the long terchocha in parashat kisavot, eile divrei habris. These are the words of the covenant. So ma brit on the just as the word brit, which is in, written in connection with salt, melah namatekes etaboto, the salt purges it, literally sweetens up the meat, gets rid of the blood, and it makes it nice and tasty. Afbrit, so to the word brit, to honor the Yisurim, which is said with Yisurim, Yisurim in Marakim Kolabanes of Shalom. It empties out all the sins of a person, and it perfects the person. What's the question? What's my Marakim Kolabanes of Shalom? We're talking about Yisurim Shalom. Rashi said before, what's Yisurim Shalom? I mean, the Gemara seems to make clear. He's got no Avainus. HaKadosh Baruch Hu miyastro ba'olam azeh, as he said, b'loi shum oven, with no sin. And here we're saying, Yisrael Menachem Kol Avon Yisrael Shalabu. You're going to see in the next tomorrow as well, we're talking about sins. What's it got to do with Yisrael Shalabu? The answer is very, very posh. It's a red herring. Anyone? Any suggestions? The Rashi said, b'loi shum oven. You've checked, there's no Averis there. So let's just say there's no particular Avera for that to happen. You could say that. It, it, could be, it could be much simpler than that. If a person's done Averis, yeah, a person's done Averis, and Hashem inflicts Yisrael, is that Yisrael Shalabah? It's not Yisrael Shalabah. You'll never know. Is it punishment? Is it some punishment? Is it Yisrael Shalabah? I don't know. <laughs> but it could be Yisrael Shalabah. Just because the person, as you said, just because the person sinned, it can't be Yisrael Shalabah. What it means to say is, however, that if I want to know for definitely it's Yisrael Shalabah, the expression of the Gemara was, If you want to know for definite it's Yisun the only way to know for definite it's Yisun is to check there's no sin. If there's no sin, there's no little Torah, then what else could it be? It has to be Yisun Shalabo. It must be because of Hashem's love. That's why He's inflicting the pain. But it doesn't mean that it can't be because of sin. It's just if a person's got sin, you won't know whether it's Yisun Shalabo. You'll have to first perfect your ways. you have to make sure you're learning. But once a person's checked all of that, there's no Avera, there's no Pesotorah, then Biyodua, then you know it's Yisrael Shalabah. Other than that, there's no way of knowing for definite. I want to just share with you uh, an idea of, um, we've got these two ideas, Rabbi Yechon or Lakish, whether we learn it from the Ever Kanani going free, or whether we learn it from the Salt. What, what are they both giving? Different Mashalim, what's the difference between the two? So my great-great-grandfather, Great-great-grandfather, Repesach uh, Sokolovsky, was a dying uh, Magadshir in, in uh, the Ukraine, in Kharkov. He says a beautiful idea here. He says there's a very big difference. I mean, there's a, there's a difference between the two. He says, when it comes to the Ebed, if I go along to your Ebed and I knock out his tooth, does he go free? No. It's got to be that the Master knocks out his tooth. Says Rabbi Yechonon, 
if you want the Yisurim Shalavo to take effect, to empty out the body, to purge the body, then you've got to realize, you've got to acknowledge where these Yisurim come from. You've got to realize they come from Hashem. That's Rabbi Yechon. says, Rishlok is a much bigger chidsh. When it comes to meat, doesn't matter who puts the salt on the meat, whether it's the butcher, whether it's the owner, the person who buys it, whether it's me, you, doesn't matter who puts the, the salt on, it'll have exactly the same effect. He says that even if you're not, you'd say, uh, a person who's an atheist, he says, no, I deny, it doesn't come from Hashem. He puts it down to Teva. Even so, HaKadosh Baruch created, as we said earlier today, in the Bria, there's a concept of Yisurin. And the Yisurin is a chesed of Hashem. That even if you do not acknowledge where they come from, they will still help perfect the person. That's the difference between Rabbi Yechanan and Rishlokish. I'd like to add to that one Nakuda. His great great grandson would add one Nakuda to that. And that is, I don't know if you noticed, the Gemara said there was a very slight difference. Did you notice the difference between Rabbi Yechon and Rish Lakish? Besides, obviously, he's just in a shot. What was the difference in what they're learning out? One word, I think. Well, pretty much one word. Memarkin Kol. Rabbi Yechman says, Memarkin called Gufa Shel Adon. And Reish Lokish said, Memarkin called Abonaito. What's the difference between Memarkin called Gufa and Memarkin called Abonaito? Maybe, uh, uh, I'll uh, tell you much simpler. A person's got a leak. He's got a flood in his house. So the flood, obviously, it uh, leaks a lot, a lot of damage. So he calls in the plumber, the plumber fixes up, the, uh, fixes it up, it's no longer leaking. Is his house uh, now fine? Well, he's got to, you know, fix all the damage. He's got to fix all the damage. Just because he got rid of the problem doesn't mean all the damage is gone. So if a person suffers a terrible illness, so he goes to the doctor, and the doctor, fine, he gives him medication, and they get rid of the illness. But the after effects, all the, the side effects are still there. The cause of the illness is the other. Whether you accept whether that Hashem is the one inflicting the Assyrian or not, the American Kalabi Nosa. HaKadosh Baruch created in the Bria that the Assyrian will get rid of the oven. It will get rid of the cause for the illness. That's the material. But, just because the illness is gone, all the side effects all the rehabilitation which is needed as a result of it, that you don't get automatically. That you've got to go along to the doctor. You've got to go along For that you've got to actually go to Hashem. You've got to say, Hashem, I know you're the one sending these to your students. Please, let them not only get rid of the cause, the other in the sin, Memakin called Gufay. It should clean out the whole body. That so my whole body should be in, in good working order as it was before the student came along. And that's the difference between Rabbi Yechon and Reish Lakish. Rabbi Yechon is talking about somebody who realizes where the Yisurim come from, and therefore not only will they get rid of the sin, no, that even correcting a person will be back to good health. Whereas Reish Lakish is talking about somebody who doesn't realize where they come from, as a result of that, he, um, as a result of that, yeah, he won't get, he'll get rid of the cause, but not the effect. Let's go a little further, just a few more lines. Tanya, it's been taught in a brighter. Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai Omer, Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai says, Sholish Maton is Tevet Nosan HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave to Klal Yisrael three precious Matonis. 
V'kulon no nosnon ela aladei yisurim. And all the nixnon, all, no, it is very nosnon. Right, he, he only gave them, so you look to me. V'kulon no nosnon ela aladei yisurim. All of them were only given through yisurim. He gave them through with suffering. Eidohin, and these are they. Torah, Eberet Yisrael, Boilem Abol. People have pointed out nowadays, you look at what's going on in Eretz Yisrael, the funding, the suffering from, from, the, from the enemies, it comes through Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael, Torah, the Torah, Eretz Yisrael, and Eretz Yisrael come through suffering. So, Tzadzgamor, how do we know this? Torah Minayin, how do you know Torah? Shneem, as it says, the Prophet was quoted earlier, Ashrei HaGev HaShet Siyasur Enukol, Happy, lucky is the man that Hashem inflicts Yisrael upon him, and as a result of that, you teach him your Torah. Torah comes through suffering. Eretz Yisrael, what about Eretz Yisrael? The Pesukah writes in the Pesuk, "Ki ka'asher yiyata ishat b'noi." But as Hashem, sorry, as a man gives Yisrael, he gives a, he inflicts his son. So to Hashem, the Kehavah miyasareka, Hashem your God, He miyasareka, He gives you Yisrael suffering. And what's that uh, talking about? The Pesukah writes just after that. Hashem your God is bringing you to a good a land of goodness, a good land. So now that you see that Eretz Yisrael, that Eretz Yisrael comes through Yisrael, and finally Ha'Olam Abo, Ha'Olam Abo also comes through Yisrael. The Pesuk because it writes Kiner Mitzvah v'Torah Er, for a Mitzvah is a, a light, uh, is a candle. The Torah is a light, a big light. The Derech and the way of to light. In other words, the way to Olam Abol, the real life, is Tertesot Musa, with Darshan that to be, is through rebuke of Musa. To be continued by the Tashem tomorrow, and finished by the Tashem, the figure of the Yisrael Shalab. Rabbi Hanan Yobin Akash, Omer.